my soul, worship his holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your Bagyo ngayon. Can I ask everyone to greet their yung mga katabi nila with warm smiles? I am so happy to see you here today. Ayan. Uh, let us all bow down our heads and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you that we are able to stand here in your presence today, O oh Lord. You have been so good to us this week that through our trials and our troubles, you've been so faithful. You never left us alone. Lord, there may have been times this week that we were too busy, but today is solely for you. As we come together today to worship, we ask for you to open our hearts and minds so we can receive the message that you have in store for us. Bless our time together and watch over this service and fellowship, O oh Lord. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Ayan. Tingnan mo nga naman na dito tayong lahat um, magkakasama para magpuri sa ating Panginoon. Maybe some of us are here for the music or some for the friends and some maybe for the bread and coffee. Um, but I know that we are all here because of God. And now is the time to give thanks, to unload our hearts, to share our lives, to hear God's word again, and to sing praises to Him. So friends, let us invite Jesus today. Let us worship God. say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. The Lord is my rock 
my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my Savior. 2 Samuel 22, 23. Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give the desires of your heart. Psalm 28, verse 7. It says, My Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him, and He helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song, I praise Him.
Yes, Lord, you are never far away, Panginoon, and we are forever safe in you. Even when the seasons change, Panginoon, you remain the same. Thank you for your promises, Panginoon. Promise na hindi mo kami iiwan. Promise na hanggang sa dulo, Panginoon, ay kasama ka namin. Thank you, Jesus. We are in awe of your goodness. So, church, let's linger more in his presence and let's continue to worship him.
received from the Lord what I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Brothers and sisters, today we partake in an ordinance that Jesus instituted 2,000 years ago. These symbolic elements do not have the power to save us, but rather we do it 
as an act of worship and as an act of remembrance. But before we partake of the said communion elements, let's pause for a while. Allow the Lord to work through us. And if there's anything unpleasing before Him today, let's lay it all down on His throne of grace. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, truly you are the same God. And today, O oh Lord, as we reflect on your goodness and your faithfulness in our life, truly your love abounds. Your grace is beyond words. And truly your mercies are new every morning. And today, O oh Lord, we thank you for the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. And as we partake of these symbolic elements, may it lead us to worship it lead us to a better understanding of who you are and what you have done in our lives. Father, we thank you. We ask for forgiveness. Truly, you are God, the same God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dashers will be standing in front. If you wish to partake of the said communion elements, may request you form a single line in the middle. And you may begin.
you, Jesus. Truly, you are faithful to your promises, Panginoon. You are faithful and true. You are the same God, the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And uh, we will stand in your faithfulness, Panginoon. You are our firm foundation. Salamat po. Jesus' name, amen. Bigyan naman po natin ng malakas na palakpak ang ating Panginoon. At muli, pakisabi sa katabi mo, God is faithful. At tayo ay patuloy na aawit, magpupuri at sasamba kay Jesus. Because He deserves all the praise. Holy is the Lord Almighty and He is worthy, worthy of it all. Amen? Ayan, tayo po ay pumalakpak.
For the grace, Panginoon, that you have given us freely to worship together during this day, Panginoon. Thank you, Jesus, because we are reminded that we should hold unto your promises until the day of the Lord comes. Tunay, Panginoon, na wala kang katulad, O Diyos. Maraming salamat po sa lahat ng kadikalaan mo. Kadikalaan mo, Panginoon. To you be the power forever and ever. Amen. Ayan, makakaupo na po tayong lahat. Good morning. Okay, sabihin nyo nga sa katabi nyo, my hope is in Jesus. Ayan, so napaka-lively, no? Nung buhay ng bawat isa sa atin. Alright, so uh, sabi ni Sister Isel is uh, nag-exhort daw. So, ngayon, uh, bago ako mag-share ng uh, sabi nga sa types and offering, TO, no? Yung letter. So, yung TO kasi, sa akin kasi is uh, total obedience. No? Tithes and offering, total obedience. Okay, so T-O, T-O. Totoo si Lord, di ba? Amen ba? Amen. So, sa akin kasi, level up na sa akin. Tithes and offering, may level up doon. Meron tinatawag na seed offering. Okay? Uh, parating sinishare sa inyo, tithes and offering, tithes is 10%, offering on top of that tithes. Okay? Gusto niyo mag-level up? Sabihin niyo, yes. Paano? Tanungin niyo kung ano. Paano? Okay, ganito lang yan. Sa mga walang trabaho katulad ko, <laughs> okay, sabihin ko na, kakarisign ko kasi nung last sep- uh, December, no? December 31, since then, wala na akong work. Okay? So, sabi ko, uh, before ako na, na nakapasok sa bank, no before nung CBB ko and at the same time sa Wealth Bank nagkaroon ako ng seed offering okay para gusto ito lang ha, para sa uh, i-share ko lang sa inyo kung paano yung seed offering on top of the tithes and offering kasi na mindset tayo na tithes and offering lang actually meron pang pledge no <laughs> hindi ko na i-share yon pero sa akin nag-level up lang okay ang seed offering simple lang po first na sahod mo ibigay mo sa Panginoon Dios First fruit. Yeah. Thank you, Sister Aupelin. No? First fruit po. First fruit. Sabi ko, inintrust ko, total obedience lang. Total obedience. Alam mo, to God be the glory, nung 2019, natanggap ako sa Wealth Bank. Tapos, ito malupit. Sabi nila, sa akin, hindi, ano to, hindi, tawag nito, hindi, 
problema yung COVID-19. Naging blessing siya sa amin, family. Why? Kasi nabigyan kami ng trabaho. Si wife din, no? na i-consider din siya ng financial advisor. Same month, no? na blessing. Tapos ito malupit, noong 2020, nagkaroon ng COVID-19, March, right? So yung iba na wala ng trabaho kami, merong trabaho. <laughs> Di ba? Grabe yung blessing ng Panginoong Diyos. Dahil lang doon sa seed offering ko. Hindi pa po nagtapos doon. Dahil nung nakapasok na po ako sa bank, ang nangyari doon is nag-resign yung officer. So sino magiging officer? Ako lang po. Ako na ang marketing sa sales, ako pa yung operations, transactions in a daily basis. So hindi ako makalabas. Eh sino ba yung mga taga-banggo dito? Alam ni Pas Mike yan na pag ang manager, no, may kota po siya. May kota po. To God be the glory, no, nung pumasok ako, 8 million lang po yung kanyang, sabi natin, deposit level. Alam nyo yung umalis po ako nung April 23, 2020, ah, April 3, ah, 6, 2023, bago po ako umalis, nasa 147 million. Ako po may gawa nun? Hindi po. Kasi nga hindi ako makalabas. Total obedience. Sabi nyo nga sa katabi, Total obedience. Saan? Sa tithes and offering. Ngayon, i-level up nyo na po ngayon. Huwag na po kayong mag-rely lang sa tithes and offering. Alam nyo, kahit walang mag-exhort dito, maniwala kayo. Lahat po kayo magbibigay. Tama po ba? Yes! Bakit? Prinipay nyo na yan eh. Yan po yung seed offering ninyo. First fruit nyo yon. Kaya magulat kayo ng ano nangyari? Na-bless po tayo. Yun po yung testimony ko po. So ang kailangan ko lang po sa inyo is total obedience. Before ko tapusin ito, may share lang po ako sa inyo para at least meron lang po kayong uh, maiwan sa inyo na word. No? Sa Genesis chapter 12, siguro hindi nyo pa nakikita ito, dahil sa total obedience, may promise si Jesus kay Abraham. Anong sabi niya doon? Chapter 12 verse 2, I will make you a great nation. Sakto dito bow no the nations will bow down before you sabi niya i will bless you and make you what the na- uh, name your name great and you shall be what a blessing and hindi pa po nagtatapos doon i will what bless those who bless you grabe no i-claim niyo po yun hindi lang para kay Abraham yun kasi tayong descendants eh di ba Descendants ka ba ni Abraham? Oo naman! Saan ka nang galing kung hindi ka descendants ni Abraham? Di ba? Aywan ko kung saan ka nang galing. I will bless no those who bless you and I will curse. Tandaan niyo to. Him who curse you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be what? Bless. Hmm. Saan ka nakatira? Sa earth. Di ba? To the moon, yan, nakaplano na si Elon Max. No? <laughs> na magkukansya doon. And lastly, sabi niya, in closing, every day is a new beginning. Take a deep breath, sabi nga, inhale, exhale, smile, and begin again. God woke you up today for a reason. Trust in His plan. His timing, His perfect timing, sabi niya, He will make a way. So let's pray. And bago tayo, mag uh, offering uh, 
i-prepare nyo na po yung tithes and offering nyo. And kung meron mang seed offering din, sige po. Let's pray. Lord, salamat po Panginoong Diyos sa kabutihan mo. Uh, Panginoong Diyos, uh, hindi namin alam kung ano po yung future namin. Pero alam namin, Panginoong Diyos, na i-promise mo kay Abraham, Panginoong Diyos, na lahat ng families sa mundong ito, Panginoong Diyos, ay pagpapalain mo. And salamat sa mga kamay ng bawat, na, bawat isa na magbibigay ngayon. At sa wala pong maibigay, ibigay na po yung letter T niya, yung talent niya po. Kung wala po, yung treasure niya. Kung anuman po, eh yung time niya po, Panginoong Diyos. Alam ko, Panginoong Diyos, na ikaw lamang po ang dapat naming itaas at ilwalhati sa blessings sa trabaho namin. Kung wala pa po kaming trabaho, I know that you have uh, prepared a perfect timing for us sa company na pagtatrabahon namin. And at the same time, Father Lord, salamat, Panginoong Diyos, sa may mga businesses, sa mga professions ng bawat isa. Lord, I pray that you will bless the work of their hands, Father Lord. And sa mga uh, naghahanap, Panginoong Diyos, ng uh, comfort sa araw na ito, I pray, Father Lord, na ikaw pong patuloy mag-comfort sa kanila. Salamat muli, Panginoong Diyos, sa source of income ng bawat isa. Hindi ko man i-mention lahat, alam mo, Panginoong Diyos, because He sees them, You sees them, and You love them, and You hear them, Father Lord. And thank you, Father Lord, for all these things, Father Lord. May your name be glorified. May your name be lifted up. To God be the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Tayo po'y magbigay. Right, magandang umaga sa inyo lahat. Ayun, tapikin mo 'yung katabi mo baka nang lalamig na, di ba? Diba, what a beautiful way to uh, end today's series and at the same time begin uh, next week's series, diba? By declaring that truly God is the same, that we serve the same God. Yung God na binabasa nyo sa Bible is the same God that we serve today. Hindi ka excited. Diba? So mind my voice, pero I will try as much as possible to exert all effort. Ayan. Ayan. So today we end our series entitled Next Page. Diba? Ito yung last natin for the month of January. Kumbaga, it's also time for us to turn to the next page pagdating ng February. Diba? This coming February, We have the series entitled DNA, Who We Are and What We Do. Oh, huh? Something uh, to be excited about. So what do you want to accomplish this year? Diba? Nakapag-decide na ba kayo kung anong gusto nyo ma-accomplish this year? O patapos na yung buwan eh, wala pa rin, nakatingin pa rin kayo na hindi ko alam. Diba? Hindi pa willing mag-turn to the next page. 
Kuma, I'm not anticipating anything. Kuma, happy ako, Pastor. Dito lang ako sa yugto ng buhay ko na ito. Imagine mo, last Sunday, and I mean, our, our prayer is that you have decided, dapat nakapag-decide na kayo to turn to your next page. Whether it be something that you need to accomplish this year, or whether it be turning up, whether it be turning the page to something that you should place behind you this 2024. So again, are you ready for your next page? Ah, isa lang, sige. Page, kasi isa lang. Siya lang. I got to think about, diba? this week, inisip ko lang, uh, yung distance. Di ko mo bakit yung distance from Baguio City papuntang El Nido. Diba? Sino-sino nakapunta ng El Nido? Ako kasi measure ko. Gusto ko sana i-measure kaso walang oras eh. So sana i-measure ko para alam ko yung distance from Baguio City to El Nido. So the fastest way I did was to get my phone, diba? Tapos tignan ko sa Google Maps. Diba? Tignan ko yung distance from Baguio City papuntang El Nido. Wow. Diba? It was far. Sabi ko nga, rather than far, nilagay ko doon by steps. Hindi by car, pero by walking. Sabi ko, it will take you around three plus days. Almost four days. Four days. So, pag naglakad tayo mamaya, sure tayo, Thursday, nasa El Nido na tayo. Diba? But who's crazy enough to do that? Diba? Yung walang tulog. Diba? Yung tulog daw, para sa mahihina, kayo maglalakad tayo dere-derecho hanggang El Nido. Wala namang gagawa nun, diba? It's when there's time to rest, there's time to eat, there's time to look around. So, technically, it would take you siguro 10 plus days pag nilakad mo. Yung talagang joyfully naglalakad ka from Baguio City to El Nido. Almost two weeks. Sigo, almost two weeks, makating mo yung El Nido. Diba? I, ako, I gave you that premise. Para alam nyo lang, kung, ha, maglalakad. Mo na, magtaka ka na kung nakita mo, eh, Kuya Jumar, naglalakad sa NLEX, di ba? Yung grupo ng tao, di ba? Doon ka magtataka, ano gagawin nila pag tinanong mo, ah, papunta kami El Nido. Di ba? Wow. Di ba? Pero saan ako nanggagaling, di ba? I wanted to compute the distance. You remember the, our, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Israelites when they left Egypt? when they were promised to go to the promised land, yung promised land, yung Canaan, yung distance na yun is approximately the same distance nung Baguio City papuntang El Nido. Kunti lang, siguro, hindi naman eksakto, pero at least you get the idea. It would have took them, it, it would have taken them almost two weeks, 11 days siguro. 11 days, para makarating sila mula Egypt papuntang promised land. 11 days, 12 days. Ang ganon, 12 to 11 to 14 days lang. But it took them how many years? 40. Can you imagine? Diba? I'm 42. So pag 40 years punta akong El Nido, I'm 82. Ay, I'm, oh, 82? Biro mo, punta pa akong El Nido kung ganun din lang. Diba? 82 years old. Anong ginawa ko? It's funny, but that's how long it took them to reach the promised land. Bakit, di ba? So, ano, ano nangyari? Saan sila nagkamali? Today, as we look at God's word today, we'll be fast forward. Titignan natin yung fast forward. Ano nangyari sa mga Israelites in our passage today? They were looking at the promised land. This is 40 plus years after Atimona. Tanaw na nila yung promised land. Andyan na. Tapos na yung 40 years. They were within the border. They were standing and looking at the promise that the Lord has given to them. Andyan na eh. Pero yung tanong, yayapak ba sila o hindi? They were 
at the borderline. Yun yung message natin ngayon. Na when they stood at the borderline, di ba may option kayo eh, pwede kang bumalik, pwede kang umabante. Ngayon pag inisip natin yung next page sa buhay natin, di ba? Ang dami natin encouragement, andyan na si Lord sa tomorrow mo, di ba? You have to match forward kasi may counterpart si Lord. Ang dami na, pero yung huling decision, ikaw din. Kung yayapak ka o hindi. They were looking at it. Imagine mo, 40 years nilang pinaghirapan and yet they had that option na balik na lang tayo sa Egypt. Can you imagine na pang pag inisip nyo ngayon eh, nakakatawa, not me pastor, ibahin mo ko. But most of the time, today diba, as Christians, we're so excited. Pero andyan na yung promise ni Lord sa buhay nyo, andyan na yung next page nyo, pero may konting pagsubok. May konti kayong kailangan pagdaanan. May challenge kayong kailangan talunan. And rather than going through the challenge with God, alam mo sasabihin mo, hindi na, hirap pala maging kristyano. Bakit pa? And as you read our passage of scripture today, we get to find out. Andun na sila eh, tanaw na nila eh. But reality kicks in. Alam mo reality nila? Andun yung promised land, George, pero may tao na. Yun yung pinangako ni Lord, pero may ibang nag-occupy. Ibig sabihin, they had to exert effort. Alam mo, dala-dala lang nila yung pangako ng Diyos. And if you hold on to the promise of God, it's more than enough. Today, yun yung dala-dala nyo lang eh. That as you look at 2024, yung dala-dala nyo, yung tapang nyo, nagagaling sa pangako niya eh. That it is what He promised in your life. Ngayon tanong, are you willing to claim it? Today, we'll be looking at Numbers chapter 13, verses 25 to 33. And can I invite everybody today can stand up and read to please join me as we discover what it means to stand at the borderline. Numbers 13, 25 to 33. And join me as we read. At the end of the 40 days, they returned from exploring the land. They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. Then they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went to the land which you sent us and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hittites, Jebusites, and Amar Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land for we cannot can we can certainly do it but we cannot attack those people they are stronger than we are and they spread among the Israelites a bad report he said the land we explore devours those living in it all the people we saw there are great size we saw the Nephilim there. The descendants of Anak came from the Nephilim. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. 
Lord, thank you for your word. And today as we study it, as we learn about it, as you speak to us personally, truly, O oh Lord, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Lord, today we thank you. We honor you, O oh Lord Father, in this wonderful morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. And so this is the part wherein we dig deeper into God's word. It's an exciting part. Whenever I get to read God's word, this is, the, this is what excites me. When we look into the details of what it means to read his word, what it means to apply the very things that the Lord has spoken in our lives today. So a while ago, yung entry point, di ba sabi ko, they were there. They were looking at the promised land. And dyan eh, tanaw na hawak nila, pwede na nilang iyapak yung kanilang mga paa and go there. But their logical thinking would say, diba? Ah, padala muna tayo ng mga espiya. Pakatignan natin, scout natin yung land. Diba? Kung totoo ngang maganda ba yung putas, kung maganda talaga yung lupain, sino ba yung mga tao na nandun? If you read before our passage of scripture, diba? At the beginning of, 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 of chapter 13, totoo yun eh. For any good military strategist, diba? Before they attack, they would plan for it. This is the planning, di ba? Kaya pinadala yung 12 spies, one from each tribe, in order for them to scout the land. Para alam nila kung sino yung kaaway nila. Para alam nila kung, at ah, totoo nga, dito tayo dadan. Yun yung, yun yung objective of why they sent their spies. They wanted to be practical and at the same time, rational. Di ba? They wanted to know everything about the land before they went all in. Di ba? They wanted to know uh, ilang tao, gano, gano kalaki yung mga walls nila, and a lot of things. So Moses, if you read our passage, they chose, di ba, about isang tribe, pinili ni Moses ng bawat is, galing sa bawat isang tribe. And if you look at the 12 people, the 12 spies who were sent there, di ba may dalawang nag-stand out eh? Ano mo dalawang nag-stand out na yun? Was Caleb and Joshua. Diba, dalawa lang yun eh. Caleb and Joshua stood out from them. So ito na yung kwento nun, diba? So they went around, they, they scouted the promised land for 40 days. Diba? Ako inisip ko, bakit kaya 40 years silang umikot? Tapos ito, bakit kaya 40 days ulit silang ganon? Some say, the number 40 daw is associated with preparation. Diba? Say, may 40 years old ba dito? Na tinatamaan? The Lord prepared me for 40 years. So ito na yung kwento. They were coming back na. They were coming back. So imagine ha, they were sent 40 days. Ito pabalik na sila, 40 days, they came back. And rather than going to their respective tents, kasi ang ganda eh. Have you look at the, the demography, nung paano sila nag-set up? There were millions of people. Yung tent ni Moses was at the far end. Ibig sabihin, agad-agad silang dumiretso kay Moses. They didn't go to their respective tribes, but they went to Moses to impart the news that they received. Sabi nun, they gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. How about verses before this? Nung nag-scout sila, nakita nila, di ba, ang ganda talaga ng lupa yun, na literal, yung mga prutas, ang lalaki. Now, if you read the account before this, yung grapes, kailangan sila dalawang tao. Yung, yung kinuha nilang, Tangkay ba tawag doon? Yung kinuha nilang branch of grapes, kailangan dalawang tao yung magbuhat ng grapes. Imagine mo, di ba? Mamamalingki ka lang, dapat kasama mo dalawang tao. 
kasi bibili ka ng grapes, ganong ka, ganong ka bountiful. So you can imagine they got figs, they got pomegranate. Previous verses would tell you that it would really tickle your imagination. Na talaga, wow! Ang ganda talaga ng lupain na yun eh. Na totoo nga, it is the land flowing with milk and honey. Ano yung mahirap dito? Yung sinabi nila pagkatapos, when they said the word, but. Diba, but, but is a, uh, ano bang tawag sa word na to? But is a conjunction. And it is the third most used conjunction according to me. <laughs> I forgot. Di ko maalala. Third, third best used conjunction, yung word na but. Di ba pa ang dami nagsasabi, but in Tagalog, it's ngunit. Kala ko pero. Pero ganun na, pero ngunit. Alam mo, alam mo bakit napaka-powerful tong word na but? You, you know why, why it's so powerful? Because it nullifies everything that you said before it. Yung ang ganda-ganda mo, pero... <laughs> diba, di, wag mo nalang sabihin maganda. Alam mo, masipag ako, pero tamad ako. Parang, okay, diba? Parang, kaya ang hirap gamitin yung word na bat eh. They were practically saying na, yes, ang galing ng Lord, tumpak yung sinabi niya, pero... Ano pa mo nang sinabi, hindi tama yung sinabi ni Lord. Tama yung sinabi niya, pero hindi natin kaya. Ano parang, ha? Hindi ko gets. Di ba, but as you say, mas hardworking, pero tamad. Di ba, hindi pa pwede yun? It's the same time thing here. You're saying that what the Lord said is true, pero hindi natin kaya. Ano, often times when you read this, okay, may kakapatan silang sabihin yan. Pero ganun din lang yun eh. It doesn't make sense. Nung sinabi niya, but the people who live there are powerful and the cities were fortified and large. We even saw the descendants of Anak, siya yung mga higante. Wow! Ibang klase itong mga report na to. Ah, what I love, yung, the Hebrew word for the, yung ginamit dito na bat, if I'm not mistaken, yung Hebrew word is the word Ephes. Ephes. E-F-E-S, F-S. Oh, may bago kayo natutuwal. Alam mo yung sabihin, Harry, nung word na F-S, it means it's over. Biro mo yung ginamit nila, galing ni Lord, tumpak lahat ng sinulat niya, lahat ng sinabi niya, but it's over. Di natin kaya. Hirap, no? How much a funny thing is, nung pinadali ni Moses yung mga spies doon, it was used as a military strategy to scout the land, but not to give a, a negative report. Sasabihin nila kung anong meron lang, but not to say na hindi namin kaya. They were just to say kung ano bang meron dun, but not to the point of telling na, wala, hindi pala natin kaya. Sumobra eh. Sumobra na nga, mali pa. They said that the Amalekites live at the Nev, at the, at, in the Negev, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Parasites, Ah, wala palang parasites. <laughs> Ayun. And the Canaanites lived near the sea along the Jordan. What they wanted to reiterate here is, ibig sabihin, ang dami nila, na to the point, if, to the point that if we are, yan, pag pinasok natin yung promised land, yung mga neighboring areas, madali silang rumesbak. That's what they were trying to say, na ang dami nila, in short, sabi, hindi natin kaya. Hindi natin kaya. 
Oh, pagtingin mo yung yung passage to from 26 to 29, it's so negative. Alam mo yung yung tama lang yun. So sabi niyo, we went to the land which which it does flow with milk and honey. Yun yung positive. All the rest parang ano ba yan? Ano ba tong sinasabi nila? Parang imbis na gaganahan ka, tara na. Ready na ako um, ready na ako lumangoy sa gatas at ano ba tara ng honey? Pulot. Wow. Pulot. Huwag naman tan. Pulot. Di ba ready na sila? But although, wala eh. Hindi kaya eh. Hindi natin pwedeng gawin. Alam mo, from the very start, yung ten spies, yung, the ten that returned and said these things, mali na yung mindset eh. You know, ano, saan kayo magpipick up na maling mindset? If you read previous chapters or even previous verses, lagi nilang sasabihin, let's go to the land that the Lord has promised. Let's go to the promised land. Pero pagdingin, kaya hinahighlight ko dito kay Elvan para makita nyo ng malinaw eh. Dito, hindi nila sinabi na let's go to the promised land or pumunta kami sa promised land. Sinabi nila, and they gave this account to Moses, we went into the land which you sent us. Ibig sabihin yung tingin nila, hindi na promised land from the very start. Yung tingin nila, inutusan mo kami, punta doon eh. Punta kami doon sa sinabi mo. But not the promised land. Tama dito pa lang, nag-shift na yung kanilang perspective, nag-shift na yung kanilang pananaw. And today, people of God, di ba, you might be looking at your promised land today, pero ba may nag-iba ba? Nakikita niyo pa ba? O hindi na? What do you do when you face obstacles, challenges, uncertainties of tomorrow? Inisip niyo ba yung worst case scenario? Do you tend to exaggerate? Di ba, grabe, ang hirap ng gagawin ko. Yung ba ginagawa natin ngayon? Do we magnify our difficulties or our uh, challenges? Are we just like the ten spies who said, Kagad, it cannot be done. Efes, it is over. What do you do when you face the giants of tomorrow? When you flip your pages for 2024, guarantee there are a lot of giants that you will face. Yung hirap nun eh, excited na tayo mag next page eh, nakita mo higante kagad, balik na lang tayo. Bakit pa, bakit pa sinabi ni Pastor na next page, masaya na ako eh. But will, will, will we have that courage to claim that this is God's promise in our life today? borderline? As you stand in that borderline, you have a decision to make. You can either move forward or go back. Ito yung borderline. Today in our passage of scripture, as they stood at the borderline, they had to see something. Nakikita ba nila yung prize, the promised land, or do they see the prize? Do they see the prize as they, or do they see the prize, yung hirap, yung risk that it takes in order for them to claim the promised land? Today in your life today, di ba daming promises that you can hold on through in your life? That I will become an engineer, George. I will pass with flying colors. I will graduate. I will become this. I will do that. But it doesn't come cheap in. Di naman pwede paggising ni Jorslyn, engineer ka agad siya. May effort siyang kailangan gawin. 
And oftentimes, if we don't focus on the prize, we will focus on the prize it takes. Yung hirap eh, yung ilang araw kang hindi matutulog, ilang beses mong hindi mapapanood yung favorite mong Korean novela. It's not easy. And that's the challenge they took. Na as they were looking, dalawa lang yun eh. Diba kung finocus nila yung promised land, andyan na, lapit na, borderline nga eh. Pero naisip nila po yung lalaki ng tao. Grabe, di ba? Ang dami nila. Sama-sama pa sila. Tayo kukunti lang. Have you ever tried uh, uh, yung mga drivers yan? Si, si, yung mga drivers dito na parang if you pass to Canon, kasi ngayon di ko lang kung open yung Canon eh. Yung laging tanong eh, di ba? Open ba yung Canon? Eh, you, dati kasi when you drive towards Canon, may mga sign doon na watch out falling rocks. Parang you ever wonder? As a driver, nasubukan nyo na bang mag-drive na, na, na habang nagda-drive ka, tinitignan mo talaga yung rocks? Diba si Dennis, ganun ba? Kung ay, pag falling rocks, nakatingin ka lang, eh. Habang pag ganun, hindi ka ma-accidente sa rocks eh. Ma-accidente ka sa daan. Diba oftentimes, there's that uncertainty, oh nga, pwede yung rock might fall, but I have to move forward. Alam mo, mag-aabang ka lang doon, bababa ka, pa-park mo, ta-timing mo. Ta. Ilang minutes kaya bago mahulog yung next. Walang kasiguraduhan eh. But if there's something that you have to do is you have to move forward. You have to keep your eyes on the road. You have to keep your eyes on the prize in order for, for you to reach your promised land. Kadalasan kasi this is what we do. That's why we don't focus on the prize we limit God. Yun yung pinakamasakit eh. God wants to show you His power, His splendor, His majesty, but we like to confine Him in a box. We like to limit God hanggang ganun lang kasi kayang gawin ni Lord eh. And oftentimes, it happens in the simplest decisions that we make. We want to be sure. We don't want to exercise faith. We want to talk, we want to see Yung lahat ng outcomes, we want to be sure as possible. As though naman pwedeng maging 100% sure. Being a Christian is all about faith. Believing in a God that you do not literally see, that is faith. Kaya sabi ko, the Christian motto, I remember yung sinabi ni Kuya Jumar this week, na sabi niya, let go and let God sa aming group, group chat. This is a good way to let go and let God. A better uh, phrase would be rather than to let go and let God is to trust God and get going. Kasi minsan yung let go and let God, wala ka nang gagawin eh. Yung, sige, gabi yung faith ko kay Lord, go, go, go. But to trust God and get going means you exercising your faith. That as you focus on the prize, alam ko meron yan, lahat yan may cost, lahat yan may risk eh. Pero kung pag doon ka nakafocus, wow, you would reach your destination. We would reach our promised land. Kala mo yung makakabalance ng risks na yun? Yung God factor. That's why it's so hard if you limit God eh. Kasi sinasabi mo na kung anong kaya niyang gawin at hindi niya kayang gawin. And yet we hold on to the Bible na, wow, gabi, di ba? With God, all things are possible. But when it comes to us exercising it in the lives that we live, 
Parang napakahirap. Parang napakahirap tignan yun eh. Ito na yung pangako ni Lord. Ibig sabihin nun, when He said to the Israelites, promised land, di ba? Yun yung promise you, you have to take possession of it. I love the word that He used to take possession. Hindi na sinabing conquer, but He said to take possession. He said, it's yours. It's already yours. Yung conquering, may chance na matalo kayo, hindi eh. Yung sinabing, take possession, it's yours. By what ability? And if you look at the Israelites during that time, di naman sila magaling sa military. They just ex- escaped from Egypt. Alam mo yung magaling sila, they were slaves. But alam mo yung the difference of what made them succeed was the God that they served. So today, do you see with faith? Faith trusts God and His promises. But it will always involve a risk. Ano yung risk nun? Una-una, when the spies went to survey the land, pwede namang hindi na sila bumalik eh. They had to risk their life. Alam mo, pupunta ka doon, naglalakad ka lang sa territory ng kalaban. Hi, di ba? Check out lang namin. Wow, okay pala dito. No, they had to do it carefully. Ibig sabihin, no nag-yes yung 12 spies, binigay nila yung buhay nila eh. 12 compared to a whole nation. So if you look at where they surveyed, they didn't survey lang umpisa, they surveyed the whole land. That's why it took them 40 days. Every day, pagkatulog nila, bukas kayo, paggising namin, andyan na yung mga kalaban. They had to risk their safety in order to do the thing that God commanded them to do. Seeing with faith involves risks. It involves a cost. Faith involves a risk because you are putting your confidence on God. Yun yung mahirap eh, yun yung hindi natin tanggap eh. When we place our confidence on something we cannot see literally, that's where faith is exercised. Di ba we like to place our faith in our wallet kasi pag open mo, kaya mong bilangin kung ilang pera meron ka eh. You can place your confidence in your work kasi when you go there, when you clock in, you know pag kinsenas may sweldo ka eh. Alam mo bakit? Nabibilang mo, nakikita mo, natatrabaho mo. But when you place your confidence on something that you do not see, that's where faith begins. Hindi ko nakikita eh. I don't know but I'm willing to use the eyes of faith, the eyes that the Lord gave me, His promise that He has given in my life. With faith, we see the unseen. Nakatakot, di ba? Kasi may nakikita ka bang gumagalaw, mga taong naglalakad. Di ba, sa bahay nyo, gumagalaw lang yung mga baso. Hindi po ganun. But you see in the spiritual realm, the promises that God has already laid out in your life. Kaya nga, bagamat may problema, bagamat may, may, may suliralin, bagamat marami nangyayari sa buhay mo, when we use the eyes of faith, we look forward. We focus on the prize. Yun yung importante. Lahat nagdadaan sa pagsubok, maniwala kayo 100%. Yung tanong eh, where is your focus? The lesson for us is that when challenges are great, we need to focus our, we need to shift our focus off our problems and fix it firmly on the Lord. Problema? Lord, anong solusyon? You know why you, you, want, you, know why you go to the Lord? Kasi pagdating kay Lord, unlimited possibilities. Pagdating sa'yo, limited lang kayo mong gawin eh. And oftentimes, we like to solve it with the limit na 
after that, sasabihin mo, si Lord, grabe, hindi niya ginawa yung pinangako niya. Wala siyang ginagawa. Alam mo bakit di wala siyang ginawa? On the first place, you limited him. You solved it on your own strength. Every assignment from God has challenges. However, if that's where you fix your focus on, you'll be overwhelmed with fear. So today, instead of focusing on your challenges, focusing on your problems, focus on the almighty power of God this morning. So as we move on further, pangaba ng point one ko ah. Excited ako masyado. <laughs> so as we move further in our passage of scripture in verse 30 to 31, ito na, so habang nagbibigay ng report yung 10 spies, hindi na kaya ni Caleb eh, yung mga nakinig niya, sabi niya, ano ba pinagsasabi ng mga to? That's why he said right then, then sabi niya, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. Very powerful words when it came from Caleb. Dalawa lang sila ni Joshua eh. I can imagine, ako, ito, imagination ko lang. I imagine ko sila yung nagbuhat ng grapes eh. Kaya nakatingin sila pa, wow, grabe, excited na ako. Excited na ako mapakain yung family ko. Excited na makita ng tribe ko. Sila siguro nagbuhat. Yung grapes na kasi laki siguro ng basketball, di ba? Tinitignan nila. Kaya nung nakikinig sila, ano bang pinagsasabi ng mga to? Di ba nila nakita yung grapes? Eh sila, 40 days, daladala siguro na yung grapes. Wow, grabe. Ang sabi na, we should go up and take possession. Pero maganda yung sinabi niya after eh. For we can certainly do it. Ano yung we dito? We can certainly do it. He wasn't talking about the Israelites. Ano yung pinag-usapan niya sa we dito? He was talking about them and God. That's what makes we them and God. Hindi na sinasabi tayo kasi wala naman silang number eh. Wala naman silang military strategist eh. But when it comes to we can certainly do it kasi kakampi natin si Lord. That's why we can do it. I like that mindset. Dapat ganun tayo eh. Nasa buhay, hindi natin maiwasan. There are a lot of uncertainties in life. Pero amo everyday, kaya natin to Lord. That's a new mindset. We can do it. Taka Lord, let's go. Day one, let's go Lord. Board exam, review, test, di ba? Let's go Lord. Yun lang siguro yung, yun sigur yung test na pwede ka magdala ng ibang tao. Diba? Kasama sila. Huwag mo namang kausapin. Diba? Habang nag-exam ka, Lord B ba? B ba? A ba? Iba, ibang level na yun. Baka magtaka na yung mga katabi mo. If there was something with the statement of Caleb, he was certain. He was sure. Sa buhay, there are a lot of uncertainties. If there's one thing that's certain, it's God's love for you and His promises in your life. That is for sure. Misa kasi pinagpapalit natin yung ganun eh. Diba? Mas gudo natin maging sure sa buhay, pero pagdating sa salta ng Lord, hindi sure. It's the other way around eh. His words are certain, it's sure. Although tomorrow is not certain, it does not matter. Taka na Lord, let's go. Diba? Kung ba, mas lumalakas loob natin kasi kasama natin si Lord. But again, di ba yung word na naman na but eh, pang-asal eh. Di ba? Grabe si, grabe magpa, magpa-hype si Caleb eh. Let's go, kaya natin to. Tapos nagsalta na naman yung sampu eh. But sabi niya, the men who had gone up with them said, we cannot attack those people. They are stronger 
than we are. Ano yung basihan nila? Nakapagpunong braso kaya sila? Diba? Nagpalakihan ba sila ng biceps? Ano yung basihan kaya? When they went to survey the land, they were just there to survey it, to plan for it, to plan the attack. But to not, not to the point to say na, hindi natin kaya. Kasi from the very start, when the Lord said, that is what He's promised, Ibig sabihin, kaya nyo na from the very start. So it's interesting for me. Twelve people went to survey the land. They saw the same land. They saw the same people. They saw the same fruits. But they had different reports. Pwede pala yun? Yung titignan natin isang bagay, pero iba, iba yung perception natin. Imagine, lahat sila 10 yung 10, pare-pare yung nakita. Si Caleb tsaka si, si Joshua, iba yung nakita nila. Alam mo bakit? Because most often, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Nakikita natin yung perception natin. Hindi kung ano talaga yung gustong i-reveal ni Lord na yun yung bagay na yan. Yun yung hirap sa buhay eh. Na pag tayo kinain na ng sarili natin, kaagad tingin mo na, wala, hindi kaya. Wow, wag natin gawin. How do you see things? Sabi nga kanina, see with faith. Pag-ibay yung nakita, iba-iba yung reaction. Yung ten spies, they saw barriers. The two, they saw blessings. Gabi, ibang level yun. The ten saw giants. Gabi, anaks, nephilims, they saw giants. Ano yung nakita ng dalawa? They saw God. Gabi, ako, wow, that's more than enough. Regardless of how many people, regardless of how many giants, kabe, kita ko si Lord, yung gagawin ni Lord. Woo! The ten saw fortified cities. And their faith crumbled. The two had faith and saw the fortified cities crumble. Iba eh. Iba yung pareho yung nakita. Pero iba yung pananaw ng sampo. The ten, said the, the ten said, the best is behind us. Yung buhay daw nila. Yung dalawasam, the best has yet to come. Today, some people say no. Tell me yung response mo doon. Go. Remember Isaiah? Ang laki ng challenge for him to proclaim the gospel of the Lord. Pero agad-agad nung in-address yung lahat, sabi niya, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Sabi niya, here I am. Send me. The ten said no. Si Joshua and si Caleb said, go. Let's go. Today, are you still willing to take risks for God? O play safe na lang tayo? Ano mahirap-mahirap kasi when you step towards where God is calling you, madami kang kailangan i-sacrifice eh. Madaming cost, madaming risks. Pero aabot ba tayo sa punto ng buhay natin na basta para kay Lord, handa akong ibigay? And when you reach that point, you how you're willing to risk it all for God, basta para kay Lord, go ako doon. Yun yung sabihin ng go. Or you still towards the ten who said, hindi natin kaya. Balik na lang tayo sa Egypt. That was their words. Balik na lang tayo sa dati nating ginagawa. 
Today, it's so good to talk about faith. Diba, sino sa inyo gustong-gustong pag-usapan yung faith? I love to talk about faith. Diba? I like to talk about gabing pananampatay. If you have the faith as small as a mustard seed, then you can move mountains. Wow! Tulala! Diba? Alam mo yung maganda sa faith? Faith is not just talking about your faith in God, but it's more so demonstrating your faith in God. Diba una, see with faith. Yung pangalawa, show your faith. Gabing, gabi, gabi si Lord sa buhay ko. Every day mong sabihin yan, pero hanggat hindi nakikita sa buhay mo, wala. Wala pa rin. Faith is more than being and believing, it's also doing and serving. Yun ang totoong pananampalataya. When we step towards the borderline, people of God show their faith. They don't just tell naghabi yung paniniwala ko ay Lord, but they show it and they demonstrate it to their daily actions every day. There was this guy by the name of Eratosthenes. Di ba haba? Eratosthenes. Matagal na siya Kopong-kopong pa siya. I forgot the year. Eratosthenes. You can research about him. So one day, he took a stick. He took a parallel stick. He took a stick. Tapos tinayo niya vertically, perfectly vertical at 12 noon. Na-notice niya na yung stick na yun, pag tinayo mo vertically 12 noon, it casts no shadow. Walang shadow. Try nyo, mamaya, 12 noon. Kung matapos ako ng 12 noon. Tayo kayo sa labas. Tignan niya kung may shadow kayo. Well, mas maganda, hanap kayo ng kakampi niyo, di ba? Para hindi mo na kailangan tignan ng ganyan. Sasabihin niya na, oh, walang shadow. There was no shadow. And the next thing he did, he traveled 500 miles forward and noticed that the shadow was 7 degrees. Meron ng 7 degree na shadow. Try niyo measure din mamaya kung kaya niyo measure. 7 degrees. Well, to cut the long story short, he... Yung dahil sa study, if you're a mathematician, you'll get to find out na siyempre bilog yung mundo. So you'll get to find out that the world is 25,000 miles. Yun yung distance. Wow. Parang amazing, no? Parang kabi ni Pastor kanina kung mga 800 miles nilakad ko from Baguio to El Nido, it will take me around 12 days. Kung 25,000 miles, pwede na. Di ba? Yun yung life journey mo. Buong buhay mo, gawin mo. Makaikot sa buong mundo ako naglalakad. Di ba? This guy, Era, Eratosthenes. Di ba? You know him, ba? Kilala niyo siya? Hindi, di ba? Pero you know a guy by the name of Christopher Columbus. Yes, di ba? Christopher Columbus went around the world in different mission trips to prove that the world was round. Eh bakit si Eratosthenes, hindi natin kilala, eh siya na figure out niya mathematically that the world was round. Eh bakit si Christopher Columbus, kilala niyo? Di ba, he went to different expeditions, he, hindi niya nagawa, hindi niya na, natapos ikutin, di ba? Kasi he wanted to reach mainland India, if you, if you want to know history. Pero hindi niya nagawa, he died. Pero he was that person who went around the world to prove that the world was round. His first expedition, Kala niya 18,000 miles. Short by 7,000. That's why he landed somewhere. That was his story. But he did know that the world was round. Eh bakit siya kilala? Si Eratosthenes hindi. Alam mo bakit? Kasi, kasi si Eratosthenes, sinabi lang niya, the world is round. 
Pero si Christopher Columbus, he did and proved it that the world was round. You see the difference? You can go around the world and say, Grabe yung pananampalataya ko, Lord, praise the Lord. And people will say, okay. But if you show it to people, then say, wow, yan yung faith. When you go to difficulties in life and come outstanding, sabi nga niyo, the line, yung gustong-gustong sinabi niya na share this week, the Lord won this week. Wow! Yun ang maganda. Ibig sabihin, may pinagdaanan kasama niya si Lord. Wow! Yun ang gusto kong makinig, hindi yung, oh wow, grabe. Diba? That's what we are supposed to be. We have to become people who show other people our faith. Overtime na naman ako. So towards the end, last point naman. The spies in our, in our, towards our last passage of scripture, they shifted. Diba una, negative report na di natin pwede yung mga descendants ni anak yun eh. Ngayon, hindi lang nila negative report. Alam mo ginawa nila? They exaggerated. Sobra-sobra yung ginawa nila eh. Hindi lang nila sinabi na, wala, mga galing siguro sila lahi ng anak mo Pero grabe yung ginawa, to the point that David said, the land we explore devours those living in it. Ano yung sabihin nun? Yung kinakain ng, ng lupa, yung mga tao na yan? But that's a figure of speech. Yung sabihin nun, the land is so bountiful that people fight for it. Yun yung nakita na, ako pag nabasa ko, ibig sabihin totoo. That the land is really flowing with milk and honey. All the people we saw there were of great size. Wow, di ba? We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak from, uh, the, the descendants of Anak came from the Nephilim. Sabihin, uh, the Nephilim, the fallen ones, yung tawag nila, the, yun yung literal translation ng Nephilim, the fallen ones that they are sent upon, they are fallen angels, kaya lalaki nila, they are giants, na ibig ito. Alam mo ba't ginamit nila yung word the Nephilim? Kasi alam nila eh, na yung mga Israelites, they know the account that even before the flood, mga tao na to buhay eh. Ibig sabihin, Sobrang lakas nila kasi naligtas nila yung flood eh. Sibing andyan pa rin sila. And towards the end, yung sobrang exaggeration. Imagine mo, tingin sa kanila and we were just like grasshoppers. Did you ever see a grasshopper? Siyempre ito, figure of speech talaga. Hindi naman ganun, tas sila ganun. Sibing mas malaki, malayong, mas malaki yung mga tao na naninirahan din as compared to them. Kulang na lang yung sinabi na hindi natin kaya, pero yung gusto pa nila, they exaggerate. Even to the point na nung hindi, na, nung, nung pinapakinggan nila, eh, sinabi nila kay Moses, they decided to tell it and to share it to the rest of the people. When they got to share it to the rest of the people, they exaggerated. Yun yung hirap eh. Diba? When we exaggerate just because we can't do things. People who stand in the border, people of faith, Every day, choose faith over fear. The children of Israel, the Israelites, had every day, ito yung constant battle nila, the battle of fear. Alam yung problema sa kanila? It's a cycle. You read, if you were with us a couple of weeks ago, nung palabas sila ng Egypt, di ba, andun yung takot nila naghabi. Bakit mo pa kami nilabas? E, andyan na yung mga kalaban, di ba? Para ba mas maganda yung libingan dito? Paulit-ulit yan. You, if you read the whole Exodus towards the beginning of Numbers, grabe, ganun pa lang yung gagawin nila. Aangal, diba? tapos si Lord to the rescue, matatakot, tapos to the, si Lord again to the rescue. Ano yung nakakaasawa doon? These are the same people who saw, who witnessed 
firsthand the Red Sea parting. These are the same people who firsthand witnessed the ten plagues. These are the same people who would be witnessing how God would provide to them manna and quail. These are the same people who felt the power of God in their life, literally. And yet, the cycle continued on and on and on. Yung matatakot, tapos biglang okay na naman tayo kay Lord. Gusto nyo ba ang ganun relationship? Hindi kayo sure? Di ba parang nakakasawa yung ganun? Na every time the Lord had to prove Himself in your life? Hindi pa pa sapat yung 2023 sa inyo? Hindi pa pa sapat yung ginawa ni Lord in your years of existence to prove that He is God in your life? Na every day, hindi kayo, Lord, sign nga kung totoo ka. Lord, sign nga kung talaga may yung mangyayari ngayon 2024. Or wouldn't you believe that God is there? That He is faithful in your life? Most of the time, we remove God in our equation. Yun yung mahirap eh. When we plan our lives, tapos kapag merong hindi magandang nangyari, saka lang natin dinadagdag si Lord. Yung hindi from the very start, our lives have been planned because God was there in the equation. I love the verse in Proverbs that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Napaka-basic eh. Pero nakakalimutan natin eh. It means that you should not depend on yourself. Di ba kayo sabi, lean not on your own understanding. Magandun, lean on God, and allow Him to direct you. Alam mo bakit baluktot yung dinadana mo? Obvious ba? Kasi hindi ka nakadependent kay Lord eh. But automatic, they said that when you lean not on your own understanding and when you acknowledge God in all your ways, qualifying word, there's all your ways, then He will make your path straight. Maganda doon, seek Him in everything that you do. The simplest to the most complex things in life, seek the Lord. Faith always sees the promises of God as certain as though they had already taken place. It sees what we cannot grasp because faith sees God, not our circumstances. Faith sees God and not our circumstances. Kayong sampu, they saw ten giants, but for Caleb and Joshua, they saw God. Today, as you look at 2024, I want you to see God. Yun lang. I want you to see God in your life. I want you to see how He moves in your life. You know, nakaka-excited. You are not, ano ba mangyari? Anong course? Yes, those are all good things, but as you see God, as you see God in the pages, as you move forward continuously, you know, magand, oh, wow, I see God there. I see God here. Whether it be a job that you're applying for, whether it be going to school, a partner that you're praying for, those are things where you need God in your life. So towards the end <coughs> of our passage of Scripture, one of the things that's very important, Caleb and Joshua, yes, let's go. Diba, una pala, no, hindi natin kaya. The word, but, diba? Sabi nyo, it's over. Tapos bilang si Caleb, yes, let's go. Then all of a sudden, the ten spies again said, but, diba, nag nag-interrupt na naman sila. Pwede namang sabi ni Caleb, wala, talo na tayo, sampu sila, dalawa tayo eh. 
Sinabi ko naman na yung nakain natin, pero kampihan na natin sila. Ama, pag nakita pa ninyo, pag nakita niyo yung history ni Caleb, si Caleb, salim pusa, is not an Israelite by blood. Yun yung weird thing. Ibig sabihin, hindi lang sila minority, super minority. Kasi pwede lang sabihin, hindi ka nga namin kalahi. Kinukup ka lang namin eh. Pero si, si Caleb, gabi, atapang atao. You know what he did? He stood with faith. He stood in faith. He stood his ground. No, regardless, kahit in-exaggerate nila, naghabi mga, mga, mga higante sila, wala akong pake. Let's go! Yun ang sasabihin ni Caleb, let's go! Come on, the ironic thing here is, tanaw nila yung, tanaw, tanaw nila yung promised land. Alam mo, ganong katagal nila makakating yung promised land? 40. 40 ulit. 40 years. I like the account. Numbers chapter 13 to 14 talks about this thing, this story. If you jump to Joshua chapter 14, you would get to see the story of this guy, this brave guy, by the name of Caleb. Ito, it happened after 45 years. They crossed already, George, they crossed the promised land. He was just telling the story ko nung nangyari, nung time na yun. Yung mo, 85 years old na siya. He was 85 years old. But he was telling to the Lord, yung gigil ko noon, di ba yung gusto niyang paguntugin yung ulo siguro ng mga sampo eh. Yun pa rin yung gigil ko ngayon. At the age of 85, sabi niyo, send me there. Ako na mismo, to the hill country, ako na mismo magko-conquer ulit noon. That was Caleb. Alam mo bakit? Every day was an opportunity for him to stand on his faith. As you face your promised land, hindi ko naman sinasabing bukas na eh. Di ba tanaw niya, oh, excited ako this year na. Paano pag hindi this year? Paano pag next year? Paano pag next next year? Paano pag after 40 years? Will you still stand on the promises of God na pinangako ko sa iyo, Jason, eh. Kaya pangawakan ko. Yun yung difference, eh. Yun mo, it did happen automatically. Hindi dahil, let's go, tanga na, bukas, andun na sila sa promised land. 40 years after, Joshua 14, kinikwento na lang niya kung ano nangyari. But he had to stand on the faith that the Lord had given him. Isaiah 7 verse 9 says, If you don't stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. If you don't stand, if you don't stand firm in what you believe in, imagine mo, wouldn't be standing at all today. As the saying goes, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. If you don't hold true and try to live the way we are taught as Christians to do, then it will be very easy to get caught up in things that totally is against our beliefs and can easily backslide at any moment. Standing in your faith means believing in everything that the Bible has written as true. It is for me. It is something I believe in. It's something that I will stand up for. 
That's what it means to stand in faith. Kasi kung hindi yun yung paniniwala mo, may magsasabi lang sa'yo na, o ito gawin natin, oh, magandang gawin yan, let's go. But if you stand on your faith, if you stand on what God says is true, then you know, ah, hindi, hindi nakasulat yan. Ah, hindi ko gagawin kasi hindi sinabi ni Lord yan. Then regardless, if it's 40 years, 50 years, you can stand up. So people who stand in the border are people who see with faith, are people who show their faith, and are people who stand in faith. Allow me to end with this. 7 Corinthians 5, 7 says, We walk by faith and not by sight. The Apostle Paul here was speaking to believers in Corinth. He was passionately proclaiming the good news or the gospel today, but at the same time trying to convey the truth that they cannot earn their salvation by deeds or works. They had to live by faith. You know, you see, being walking in faith, they had to every day live by faith and not by sight. How much would have been so good, siguro, pag andito si Jesus, siya mismo nagsabi sa inyo, maniniwala kayo. But during the time, the people in Corinth had to believe in Paul when he said it. Had to believe in people who firsthand had experience with Jesus. Nung sabi na, oh gabi, nung nakasama ko si Jesus, gabi, pinagaling niya yung bulag, dumuha lang siya sa putik, tas pang, nakakita na. Then these people would have to believe that that's true. Yun yung faith, hindi mo man nakita, but you have to believe na, kasi nakita niya eh, kasi nakanasan niya, then I would believe that it's true in your life. Amo, they would, Paul would constantly tell stories of who Jesus is and what Jesus did in their life. And the people of Corinth had to walk in faith. They had to believe na yes, itong si Paul, he saw the vision of the risen Lord. I mean, he had that encounter with God. Hindi din siya may first-hand experience, kaya pag siya nagkwento, wow, tayo kaya. Kaya before we share to other people, rather than sharing a negative report, rather than sharing an exaggerated lie, we share the faith that we have. Kaya ang hirap is share yung faith that we have if we did not encounter it. Kasi yung mahirap dyan, yung kwinento ng kwinento ng kwinento ng kwinento, pag gano'n, nag-iiba yung kwento eh. But if you tell other people your personal experience with Jesus Christ, then it becomes true. Gabi yung nakanasan niya kasi siya mismo, first hand. Di ba ang hirap naman pag yung kwento mo, kwento ng iba? Gabi, gabi, excited ako sa nangyari ni, sa nangyari ng anak ng anak ng anak ni, ni Aling na kapitbahay ni, paano mo nalaman? Sasabihin nila, pa ang dami pang yugto eh. Pero maganda, ito yung nangyari sa akin kanina. Take note, fresh na fresh to. Kanina umaga lang. And that's what we want. To share to the world how we experience God and how we walk by faith every day. So to end, faith isn't a feeling. It's a choice to trust God even when the road ahead seems uncertain. 100%. I hope I can promise you that 2024 will be good. Pero it might not, it might be. There are a lot of uncertainties. But that's where faith comes in. Believing that towards the end, God is already there. There was this story about the, uh, yung mag-ama. Yung mag-ama na yan one time while he was at work. Yung house nila suddenly caught fire. 
ko, yung two-story house na bigyan ng aboy. So the father rushed home. Tapos sabi na, oh my God, grabe, sabi niya, anak ko nasa loob pa ng bahay, nasusunog. So he was, he was shouting the name of his son. Siguro yung pangalan ng anak niya, Kevin! Kevin! Diba? Pas nakinig ng anak, diba? Ay, tay! Diba? Pero hindi nila kayo sa sobrang kapal ng usok eh. Hindi niya alam, pero alam niya, anak niya nasa second floor, nasa may beranda. Sabi niya sa anak, talon anak, sasaluin kita. Ano sabi ng anak? Hindi kita makita. Sobrang kapal ng usok, sabi niya, hindi kita makita. Ano sabi ng tatay? That's not what matters. But what matters is that I see you. Nung sinabi ng tatay, talon kasi natatanaw na niya yung kanyang anak. And it didn't matter if the son was able to see the father because what matters is the father saw the son. Hindi po, tante, kung ano nakikita natin eh. For tomorrow, might not, there are a lot of uncertainties that truly we'll see by faith, but it's important that God sees us. That every day be an opportunity for him. Lapit, anak, tapak, sige. Kung mahulog ka, dyan ako. Remember the we word? Kaya natin kasi we we is you and God. But today as we stand at the borderline, oftentimes this is our life as Christians. We face a lot of difficulties, we face a lot of challenges, and oftentimes we want to go back. Diba? Balik na lang ako sa dati kong buhay, balik na lang ako sa dati kong ginagawa, mas madali na lang yata noon. High hopes, pero pag unang pagsubok, ayoko na. The enemy is always there lurking and looking for every opportunity for us to fail. Today as we stand at the borderline, we pray for eyes of faith, willing to see the unseen, willing to see what God sees in us. We pray that we demonstrate our faith every day, that people may see the God that we serve, and as we go through this journey that we can call life, may we constantly stand in the faith that God gave us. As we look at our promised land, nothing is taken without a fight. Today, are you ready to fight? Are you ready to fight side by side by God and see one by one your enemies to fall before your feet. Today we pray that God replace the fear in our hearts with faith, gives us the courage to see with faith, and the perseverance and boldness to stand up on His faith. Today as we stand in the borderline, we ask God to be with us. Let us pray. Father, we pray that you would replace that fear, anxiety, and even anxiousness. We pray that we replace it with faith and trust in you. We trust on your promises. We have faith in the blessings that you have laid ahead of us. Lord, help us to focus on faith and not fear. 
May every day be an opportunity for us, O Lord Father, to demonstrate the faith that we have in you. Father, we thank you that as we face 2024, as we end this month of January, as we turn to the next page, as we look at your promises unfold in our life, may faith be the defining factor that we have. Our faith in you. May we place you at our daily lives. May we not limit your power. And may we remember, O oh Lord Father, your promises. Romans 8, that if you are for us, then who can stand against us? Father, help us to every day walk by faith, to live by faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Today in response to God's word, we would be watching a performance by the kids.
right, let's give the Lord the loudest clap offering again. Next, next month daw yung mga daddies naman. <laughs> oh. Kung nakita niyo yung anak niyo dito, dapat daw yung mga tatay din ng mga anak na doon. <laughs> so anyway, yan. so today as we end uh, January, uh, we wouldn't want to end without celebrating with you guys who had their birth month for the month of January. So if you, kung birthday niyo this January, may we call you in front. We just want to celebrate with you and pray for you and give you 1,000 pesos. <laughs> to be claimed in heaven. Yeah. Ayan, so January birthday celebrants. Yan, si Ma'am Sab, si Pao, yan, si AJ, tsaka si JD. Sino pa? Algie. Yan, celebrating his birthday. Uh, IJ. Ayan. Regardless kung anong taon, basta January. Dami pala. So, isang 1,000. So, ihagis ko. Unahan na lang. Ayan. So, meron silang, wow, ano ba yan? Kit Kat. Ayan. So, today as we celebrate with these mighty men and women, may I invite you all to stand up as we pray for our birthday celebrants. And as they celebrate uh, January, another year added to their life, we pray that God may use them mightily more for His works. Let's raise our left, our right hand, and stretch it towards them as we pray for them. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for uh, every day, O Lord Father, waking us up. And today, O Lord, sa buhay po ng mga tao na nasa harapan, we thank you po sa mga buhay nila. We thank you for truly they are a blessing, hindi lang po sa kanilang pamilya, but also uh, in the church that they belong to. Father, may every day be an opportunity for them to serve you, O Lord Father. Lord, we pray for your kingdom come and your will be done upon their lives. May every day, O Lord Father, be an opportunity for them to be surrounded with people who love them and care for them. Lord, I pray that you bless the works of their hands, O oh Lord Father, so much that people might see the God that they serve. Lord, we pray for your blood to cover them. May you keep them safe and their families at all times, that as they look at that past year, truly you have blessed them, O oh Lord Father. And may it may be an opportunity for them to look forward at the bounty that the Lord has set before them. Father, we thank you. We honor you, O oh Lord Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Ayan, you may be seated, Saglet. morning. Bale, um, note muna tayo ng kwan, short video uh, for announcements yung, kasi may mga ganap tayo outside church. This year's felt like four seasons of winter. 
sun. Always reaching, always climbing, always second guessing the timing. But God has a plan, a purpose in this. You are His child, and don't you forget. He put that hunger in your heart. So we have different uh, harvest group groups as seen sa video. So kung naka-join ka na, congratulations. So kung gusto niyo pang mag-join, um, ito po yung mga groups natin. So Youth Jam, uh, every Saturday po yun. So I believe, di ko sure kung mag-start na on Saturday, pero reach out na lang po kayo kay Kwan. Carissa or kay PJ. Eh, ay, sorry, uh, Jasper pala. Tapos sa coffee, yun, uh, sa coffee fellowship, mag, meron dito, I mean on Wednesday, upcoming Wednesday, meron po, uh, 6pm. Sa Bamar Vemco building. So, yung time po is 6pm, no? 5.30 po, reach out na lang kayo kay Ate Lovely tsaka kay Kuya PJ. Zumbahay, every Saturday po to. Uh, next venue sa Ponce de Leon. Kila residence po ng kwen, um, Ponce de Leon. Sa Laxmith Drive, sa Pinsaw proper. Takay Road, Quezon Hill ata. And then, Ecclesia Season 3. Namove po yung registration natin on Friday, Feb 2. Bale, magpo-post na lang po sa page ng Ecclesia. Pakifollow na lang. And then, kung may further questions po kayo, uh, by the way, limit, limited slots lang po, 15. Pero you are more than welcome to join yung Bible study after yung session. Just reach out sa mga coaches, sa akin, kay Kevin, Ron, Eric, Maya, Carl, and Carol. 
or PM na lang kayo sa page. Tapos sa uh, men's group, which is yung Men in Light, reach out na lang po kayo kay Kuya Jumar for further announcement. Announcements. Then stay updated by following yung page po natin, uh, One Bit Christian Ministries on Facebook. Tapos meron din po tayong uh, Spotify. So same lang din po, One Bit Christian Ministries. So ayun po, uh, see you again next Sunday and enjoy po. Alright, so before we eat and fellowship, diba? so you're all invited to have lunch with us. Free. Sagot na daw ni Ron yung lunch ninyo. So pagkulang, uh, sa SM nyo siya habulin. <laughs> Ayan, so we invite everybody to stand up as we end in a word of prayer and as we also pray for the food that we are about to partake today. Ayan, so tapigin mo, yung, mo muna yung katabi mo. Sabi mo, you are blessed. Oh, yung isang katabi mo, you are favored. Tao sa likod mo, you are loved. Diba? So before we end, yan, I want to place, I want you to place either your right or your left hand to somebody near to you. Near to you. Ayan, tapos say a short prayer for them before we end in a word of prayer. Let us pray. Father in heaven, today we pray for the same courage, the same zeal, the same faith that Caleb and Joshua had towards you. Allow us to exercise our faith every day, O Lord Father. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord, and all of God's children would say, Amen and amen. God bless. Keep safe.